Are you ready for the word? Yeah. If you're ready for the word, say yeah. yeah. How verse 13? In the Amplified Bible, come on, let's jump into this. This is the last week on a surrendered life. I've enjoyed this series so much. How many of y'all enjoyed this legacy series? We're still, we're still talking about legacy. This is all a part of legacy. Um, and then we're going to kick on the money part. You want to get your What I'm going to do, we're going to teach it for three weeks on a Sunday. Then we're going to have a class, um, hopefully in May. I just got to check with your schedule. And we can run a class on Thursdays or something. Because um, the, the Mary Life class just ended. So we'll put this class in there until it starts back up. And, and, and we'll get your money right. I don't know. We, maybe we can call it getting your money right. I don't know. But we, no, I believe the church's job is to do that. Amen. We got to do more than spin, spin, holler, and jump around. We got to help you know how to live. Amen. I came that you may have life. life. We've been having church, but not life. Amen. All right? And so we're going to do that class, and, um, and then we'll get it going. Proverbs 13, verse 22, in the Amplified Bible, when you have it, say, I have it. If you don't have it, say, wait a minute. If you're not even looking, say, Pastor, I ain't even looking. You might say, go ahead on. Let's get it on the screen here. Amplified Proverbs 13, 22. A good man leaves an inheritance um, of moral stability and goodness to his children's children. And the wealth of the sinner finds its way eventually into the hands of the righteous for whom it was laid up. A good man. Say a good man. A good man, a productive man, a fruitful man leaves, he gives, he passes on, he brings about an inheritance. He brings about a way for his children's children, not just his children, but his children's children. There is a grace on your life to lay such a foundation that your children pass it to their children and their children and it becomes a generational model for your family. Say amen to that. So a a, a good man, a fruitful, productive man leaves or passes or brings about a way, an inheritance for his children's children. Now go over to um, Romans chapter number 10. Romans chapter number 10. When you have it, say, I have it. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say, don't go to sleep yet. Tell him, say, wait till you get home. Come on. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Hallelujah. Can you give me three hallelujahs? Come on. Romans 10 and and 9, um, give it to me in the New Living Translation. The New Living is what I want to read today for you. I like the New Living because it's living and it's new. Um, if If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you declare that Jesus is Lord. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Say Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Say it real loud. Jesus is Lord. Now go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 6. 1 Corinthians chapter number 6. Expedite. That thing is jumping in my spirit. Expedite. I'm expecting some things to move quickly on my behalf. Because I'm the, I, I qual- I'm the faithful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is speaking directly in this season to the faithful. 
He's getting you to where he desired you to be a long time ago. And he's going to do it quickly. He said, gather my saints unto me. He says, but not everybody. He said, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The faithful. The faithful. Come on. Um, where I tell you turn? First Corinthians. Come on. Chapter 6, verse 19. New living. It says, don't you realize, because I got to go quickly today, that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Who lives in you. Underline that. That's going to be very important. Who lives in you and was given to you by God. And you do not belong to yourself. Say, I do not belong to myself. Say it real loud. Say, I do not belong to myself. This is why we must surrender because we don't belong to ourselves. Go to Matthew chapter number 28. I want to make sure you understand very clearly that the next move of God will not happen in field churches. I figured it would get quiet. We're trying to pack out houses. The next move of God, mark my words, will not happen in a field church. It's going to happen through surrendered, poured out lives. God is trying to get his people to the marketplace. Y'all about to wake up in here. Yeah, we're not trying to build a church, so, so to speak. We're trying to build you up so you can get about heaven's agenda. That's the only thing. I, I, you know, I text Pastor Terrence last week and all I said was, let's get these souls. Because that's all it's about. Ain't about nothing else. If you think it's about something else, you have missed God. That's why there's so much offense. There's so much backbiting. There's so much craziness. There's so much all of this filibuster in local churches. Because somebody thinks it's about them. And it's not. My agenda is to fulfill his agenda. My agenda is to make sure that I bring heaven to earth by infiltrating different mountains. Well, not different mountains. The mountain he's assigned me to. Yeah. Your position of surrender tells God he can trust you with the assignment. Your position of surrender determines if you're ready for the mountain. Action neighbor said, what mountain are you called to? Because we're saying, Lord, send me, I'll go. But there's no sending without surrendering. Because the sending mark is bigger than us. Look at, look at Matthew 28. Look at verse number 18 in the New Living Steel. Jesus came and he told his disciples. What's a disciple? Come on, this is an interactive church. Talk back to me. A follower. Come on, what else is it? It's a student. It's a pupil. It's one who follows another, the standards of another. He told his disciples, I am convinced that we don't have a lot of disciples. Okay, what is a disciple again? I ask you a question. What's the disciple? Come on, talk to me. A follower of Jesus. A student. What do students do? They learn, they study, they explore. That's what makes you a disciple. Not because you come to church. You are not a disciple because you go to a church and have a pastor. That makes you a member. You're not even a partner because you come here. You're a partner when you lock into what we're doing. When you partner with what we're doing. He told his disciples, I have given all authority in heaven and on earth. I've been given it. Therefore, therefore, 
Therefore, look, look, he told his disciples, therefore, go. And do what? Make other disciples. He told his disciples, y'all look at him be crazy here. He told his disciples to go and make other disciples. That is our only mission. See, these messages, they usually don't go across too well, Pastor Twan, because people looking for something else. I don't know what it is you're looking for. This is our mission, and the church has gotten away from that mission. He told his disciples, those that were following him, those that were watching him, they were watching him when he snuck, snuck away to pray. They even said, Lord, teach us what you're doing. He told them, hey, I have been given authority. I give that authority to you. Now y'all go as my disciples and make other disciples. When's the last time you made a disciple? We're talking about a surrendered life. Because your surrendered life makes you accountable to his mission. I'm surrendered. It makes me accountable to his mission for me. I don't have a mission. I don't have an agenda. I don't get to do what I want to do. I get to do what he told me to do. And he told me to first be a disciple, then go make disciples. But if my life is not surrendered and not poured out, I'm going to have a hard time doing that. Look at Mark. Look at Mark 16. Look at Mark 16. Come on. I don't have a lot of time. And I feel like I'm rushing. But it's all good. Why I tell you, Mark 16? That ain't why I want to go. I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm still in the New Living Translation. Come on here. Verse 17. This means... I want y'all to read this part. This means... Anyone that belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. Hey, let me say the old life is gone. Come, you might say, let it go. God's trying to kill it, and you keep resuscitating it. trying to kill that dead relationship and you on top of his chest pumping. <laughs> Let it die. The old life is gone, new life has begun, and all this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And look at this next line. Let's read it together real loud. And God, read it, go. And God has No, time out. I need you to read this real loud. Read it real loud like you go to Providence St. Mail. You ready? Go. And Go make disciples. Where are you going to make them though? So I got to drive this prophet because we ain't been driving. Where you going to make them? You ain't going to make them in here. Everybody want to get busy in the church. I want to sing, prophesy, play. I want to I dance and that's all great. But he says go into the Holler back at your boy. Go into the Here's the point that you got to understand. Because God is not shooting in the dark. 
when he created you before the foundation of the world, he assigned a mountain for you. Now, if we are not spiritual minded and we spend all our time shooting in the dark, we'll be frustrated because we've not yet walked into that mountain. Before the foundation of the world, he, he carved out a Keisha Campbell and, 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 and ordained this mountain of education for her to tackle. How frustrated would she be if she was down there trying to be an actor? That ain't her mountain. And some of y'all think you get to choose a mountain. You don't get to choose your mountain. It's already been preordained for you. So society says, go to school, give me a list. Let me see what mountain I want to work in. Ah, not for the believer. Oh, I'm, I'm, he- I'm walking heavy this morning. Y'all, I'm, 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 see, this, ain't, this, is, this, this is me. You don't get to pick your mountain. I didn't get to pick this. The mountain I wanted was entertainment. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to travel the road. I wanted to tour. I wanted to have a band. All that good stuff. Come on here. Give me a body shirt. Put it on. Let my chest hang out. I wanted to sing. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. My moves already come, Mr. Telephone Man. Come on here. Come on here. That's what I wanted to do. God said, I, I've already carved the mountain out for you. You belong in the mountain of religion. You're a pastor. You're a mouthpiece for me. You're a trainer. You're an apostle. And he didn't decide this along the way. He says, before you were in your mother's womb, I ordained you. So it's already been figured out. Now here is where the frustration comes in. Y'all sit down, y'all get me excited. I got to do a concert tonight. frustration comes in when you forget that before he ordained you and you're walking through life in the dark trying to find your mountain I think I'll do this for a season oh that didn't work I think I'll try to do this oh, that didn't work I'm going to go over here and do this that didn't work either I says wait a minute time out before your mother even met your daddy which means, saints of God, that he had relationship with you before. That's why we just read, reconcile people back to him because you had relationship with him already. When your baby's in the womb, God's talking to him. That's why you can't get caught up in how you came through because God is still the giver of life. He's still the giver of life. You can, you, can, you can come through rape and God still do great things because before he's already ordained. 
You can come through incest. I'm talking heavy this morning. So that does not disqualify the creator and his intent for you. Ooh-wee. Turn your neighbor and say, ooh-wee. So ask your neighbor, say, say, what mountain have you been ordained for? Now, 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 here's the question. If you don't know, you need to spend some time with God. This is not how you find out your mountain. Pastor, what the Lord tell you about my mountain? See, I'm trying to push y'all back to him. I'm trying to push y'all to building relationship with him. Not me. Look, look, look. I, 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 I think we didn't hit some here, Pastor Terrence. We are to be salt and light where? Where? That means more than just on your job. It means in your mountain. What are the mountains? Write this down. Education. Religion. Family. Business. See, Marcel, that's her mountain. And that's why she's always frustrated because she's in the church and she should be in the church. But her mountain that she's anointed for and she should be conquering is business. It ain't got to be called Christian Donuts. It ain't got to be called Woman I Lose Shoe Shine. Or Thresh and Flow Cleaning Service. It ain't got to be called that. But your life. I, I, I hate to keep using you, but hey, I'm going to do it. You don't walk through the school as, as Prophetess Campbell. You educated Dr. Campbell. But the grace on your life, the wisdom you have from being, from having the Holy Ghost, you can operate 10 times better than the regular folk in the school. So when the problem arises and they're trying to figure it out, here comes the wisdom of God spoken to one of his agents in the mountain. But if all we know how to do is say, come to my church. Visit my church. Come to my church and, 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 and they got this program and we, 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 our, our pastor, see our pastor be preaching. Our, our pastor be, what about you? When they come here, they get here because you've already won them in the mountain. Look at the mountain. Um, business. Um, um, government. I just don't believe in these Christians being in government. Well, we need somebody in there because when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But that don't mean just run for the running sake. That means, is that my mountain? Arts and entertainment. We need, I'm, 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 I'm going to go way out here now, Pastor Terrence. We need agents in arts and entertainment. I, I'm going to go way out there. I'm going to go way out there. And we don't need you out there singing, how great is our God.
I, I knew that was going to mess with a whole lot of theology there. The platform don't always call for What are you doing? This is the, the star search thing at the YMCA. What you doing? You done scared everybody in here. You got a word for everybody. This, this is the kids program at the Y. What are you doing? And I brought my daughter and the Lord told me nobody here to tell y'all this. Not at the Y he didn't. Not with these parents. Because this is why in our surrender life we've been missing it. Because we've not created a place where people can belong before they believe. We scare them off so they can even get to believe. I need you to be able to belong here and don't even believe yet. I'll get you to believe it. But come on in here just the way you are with all your bad theology and your cigarette smoke and your liquor and whatever you think and don't like and you don't like preachers and you don't like churches. Come on in here just like that. Come in the small group. Come on, eat some pizza with us. I need you to belong. I'll get you to believe. But when our life is not surrendered, we got our own agenda of how this should be happening. And God says, the harvest is right. But the problem is with the laborers. And it's not that we don't have enough of them because we got churches, got 800 members, 1,000 members, 4,000 members. We got enough laborers. They just ain't been trained for the harvest. So we're trying to catch fish with our own bait. And God says, time out. There's a way. I need you to work this. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you out there fishing. There's a certain thing you got to fish with. Any, any fishers in the building? You know, like go fishing. You had to fish? Raise your hand. Okay. If, if I'm trying to catch some catfish, that eat big worm. Don't break it. The whole worm. That's good, brother. Not what I was looking for, but that's good. <laughs> he said a big old worm. That don't quite fit my example I was trying to get to, but I'm trying to make it work. Let me see, Lord. The big worm. Um, no, what I'm trying to drive at, who else fish? Sonia, somebody fish. Um, when you're trying to catch certain fish, don't you sometimes use other fish? Minnows. What's a minnow? Little fish. You have to use little fish. You got to use little fish. We try to catch. So sometimes... You got to take all of your church and theology and all of your big time I've been saved and pack that up and present as a little fish. Because sometimes we scaff up with all our theology. No, little fish. I'm coming to you with the basics. I'm going to love on you. I'm going to be a part of your journey. I'm going to hear you out. You may tell me some, some, some terrible things, 
But I ain't coming back with no, yeah, but you know you don't go to hell though. I, I can't come back with that. I'm losing the church. I'm losing the church. They finally decided to open up to somebody. And your only response was, you know you're going to hell, right? Well, did you go to hell when you had them four kids out of, out of wedlock? You didn't go to hell. Did you go when you was humping the deacon and you was supposed to be saving the church? Did you go when you were smoking weed after every service? Did you go to hell? So how in the heck is his grace sufficient for you, but not for me? Oh, it works for you, but not for me. He looked beyond your fault, but not mine. You was a wretch undone too. You was messed up and dirty too. How you gonna choose who gets grace and who doesn't? But I wasn't that bad. Who determines what's bad? It's all sin. It's all outside of the word of God. So who put labels on it? Who labeled the sin? Oh, you're not that bad. You just lie sometimes. He hates liars too. Somehow in the body of Christ, we have decided that sexual sin was worse. You ready for me? Because I didn't come to play with you. I'm talking about surrendered life here. We got to change how we think. Here's, here's what I think, Pastor I think we are losing the harvest in droves because of our own mindset. And we have to let God do this. Detox our thinking. I spent some time, and I'm, I, I know what I tell, I'm still struggling with some stuff. Because see, we come through, we come through years of church and tradition and all of this stuff, and it wasn't all bad, but some of it tainted us in a way that because it wasn't God's agenda. So when we see what we should be doing, we see it through those lenses. Okay, God, you got to detox me. Because we pray for the harvest, and then when they come. We like, well, why is she looking like that? Well, that's the harvest. He smell like weed. That's the harvest. What you smell like? I'm sorry, you washed up for you came this morning. You washed your sex off from last night. I got it. You showered and put on your jean to take. I, I, I got that. What's that jean to take? Romans chapter 6. I got to keep moving. Y'all still wear Jean to take? How about Brute by Vabage? Hot karate. Come on here. You know, I, I used my dad grew up on gray flannel, right? 
and and you 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 are a product of your environment. So I'd love me some gray flannel. And and I sprayed that at home when I got married. And London said, "What is that?" And it wasn't a good. What is that? She's like, "What is? Don't spray that no more." And so whenever we like have a heated moment, I spray something around the house just to. She comes, did you spray some of that? No, I ain't sprayed nothing. That's your flesh you smelling. I ain't sprayed nothing. <laughs> Romans 6. You still wear that dad? He don't wear no. You don't like it either. I still got a big old bottle at the house, Jack. I ain't get rid of my brave bra- flannel. <laughs> Romans 6, we got to move on. Look at verse number 14. New living, I'm still in. Are y'all hearing my heart today? It's good stuff. See, this, this mountain piece, we're we going to have to deal with this. It's going to save a, a, a believer a whole lot of headache because you've been trying to pick your mountain. And the Lord said, you don't get to pick your mountain. You don't get to, I, w- I want to be a, um, no, it's already been decided for you. We read up top, you don't belong to yourself, right? So it's been decided for you. But that ain't fair. It's God. He's going to tell God he ain't fair. He equip you for the assignment. That's why you're struggling in other assignments because that ain't yours. You're grace for what he cut you out for. And if you get in the line he's cut you out for, it's going to flow like water. No, no, no struggle, no strain, no sweat. But you're sweating because that ain't your lane. You got two left feet and trying to be a dancer in entertainment. That ain't your lane. But you're a great orator. You can talk. You can, you can sail. You can convince. You can debate. That's your lane. But I don't want to do that. You know why we don't want to do it? Because our parents sometimes didn't know this. And so they shut down the bit for us. They would say this. You're talking too much. Go sit down and hush. But that's our deal. We're going to develop that talk. But that's our deal. She's a talker. She's going to make money talking. But if you shut it down, oh, shut up. We also tell our kids this. Um, um, go on for talking, go in the back. So when we're talking about things that helps their development, they miss that because they in the back. Now you say, come out the back. Why are you quiet? Why you don't want to say nothing? Talk. Why you can't? Well, you sit me in the back every time y'all were having decent come. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be here, but when y'all were having conversations that would help me develop, you sit me in the back room. Oh, I'm talking good today, y'all. Actually, they begin to say, what is your mountain? I pray that question haunts you this week. Not a bad haunting, but a haunting of the Holy Ghost. That in a week's time, you'll know what that is. Because yeah. how many of y'all know we ain't got time to keep shooting in the dark? Yeah. 
I'm 34 years old. I ain't got time to keep shooting in the dark. Did I, did I give you the mountains? Education, religion, family, business, government, arts and entertainment, and media. Media is going to be one of the most strategic mountains in this last time. Very strategic. You're going to see some changes happen in television that you didn't know was coming. You're going to see your television begin to go off. That's how powerful media is. You know, you know, a lot of people are down at the Stellas right now, and, and I remember back in the day, you would, you, would, you would be waiting anxiously to see when it comes on Channel 9. Well, that doesn't happen anymore because everybody's streaming or their Facebook Live, so you've already seen it. So, when it comes on Channel 9, the rain is going to be because we've already seen it. Nobody's waiting to watch it. We already know who won. We saw clips on Facebook. We saw streaming live, doing the actual live performance. So, do we really need Come on, y'all. Y'all got to wake up now. This is what church is for. Church is more than coming here and spit, spin, and talk. You got to learn about life. Because you're only here two hours a week. You're here two hours a week. Two hours a week. This ain't your life. Two hours a week. And then you gone. And some of y'all don't even come every week. So on average, you're in church. Four hours a month. You're physically in the building four hours a month, but you're physically in service 30 minutes. Other night you're on your phone, you're texting, you're Facebook, you're going to the bathroom, your days and off, you sleep. So on average, four hours physically, 30 minutes present. So we get 30 minutes to teach you life. Because you go outside that door, now you got work, you got bus, you got car note, you got children, you got cleaners, you got grocery, you got bills, you got school, you got, you got relationships, you got mama called me, you got to go see my daddy, you got, you got my auntie don't like me no more, you got all this going on. I found out my son was gay, my sister tried to commit suicide, my, 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 my daughter just got put out, my, my, my son in college but he wanted to drop out. This is life! And you don't get to approach life and say, my pastor said. You get to go and pull tools that you've been taught when class was in session. So now I can add one plus one and get two. Because this is life. And when you don't learn how to do life in these seats, you blow up the phone for counseling. Because it's a real deal, Jack. I love God with all my heart. I bring my kids to church. Now my son said he wants to be gay. Pastor, what I do? What we've been teaching you? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I had to work. I wasn't there. I was asleep. I didn't come. I... Life. This is life. It's life. He said, look, tell me what to do, Pastor. No, I ain't either. Push you back to Jesus. This is too good. I said, this is too good. Where I tell you to turn? Put your phone bill there. I can't go there. I'm out of time. I really can't. This, I, I can't. I got to stop here. Y'all want me to stop? What, what is your mountain? 
what is it that you've been carved out, listen, listen, and equipped to do? to be, I, I, I didn't know I was equipped. You've been equipped. Now God's going to use even the secular avenues to help strengthen and develop what he's already equipped you to do. Can I use you again? She didn't go to school to learn how to be an educator. She already was one. They helped develop and pull out what was in there. Oh, y'all about to, to stay with me. That's why you struggle with, I'm going to go to school to be this. And you struggle through all the semesters and be like, I think I'm going to change and now be this. Because you haven't found the bent yet. You, you, you're shooting in the dark. You got you to go in saying, I know I'm called for this. Now help me develop that. Not, I'm going to be a doctor. No, that don't work. That's, that class ain't, uh, that's too high. I'm going to I'm gonna be a pediatrician now. I went. That didn't, no, I'm just. I, I can't do that. And I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna change my major. I'm gonna do. You'd have had 18 majors. A lot of money. A lot of time. And you still ain't fulfilled. I'm talking good today. So I, I close with this. What is the mountain you've been assigned to? Before. It's gonna save you a lot of money. A lot of heartache. A lot of school. Come on here. I, 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 although I was prophesied to, I close with this. I was still trying to go with my own mountain. So I went to school, it had nothing to do with ministry. And wonder why it was just a struggle for me. Here's what I said. Here's what I said. I don't even like school. When, it's not really you don't like school. You in the wrong lane. You wouldn't have to be a doctor that don't even like blood. So you're like, eh, I, I don't, eh, that ain't gonna work for you. Who I'm talking too good today. Last time, actually, we said, What is your mountain? Surrender life. Can I, can I pick this up next week? Will you come back and hear it next week? Stand on your feet. Let's go.